0: Welcome to the Dark Horse podcast. My name is Cynthia McFarlane. I am a black female who was brought up in a white deprived area in Essex, East London, England. I discovered horses at a young age, but struggled to feel I belonged in the horse world. I aspired to be a barrister and succeeded in a predominantly white male profession. I later began dreaming of the freedom of riding horses whilst at court. I was driven to combine my passion for horses and my passion for law uh, to become the dark horse, AKA Cynthia McFarlane, the equine mediator and barrister. Having overcome the odds as a black female to become a barrister in a predominantly white profession, I now faced the challenge of working as a black lawyer in the horse world, where black people struggle to find acceptance in riding schools, racehorse stadiums, and polo clubs. To name just a few. The purpose of this podcast is really to encourage a black child or an adult of any background in fact who has the passion to ride horses or wants that freedom, to empower them, to give them a sense of belonging and hopefully uh, to build a conversation which leads to governing bodies making significant changes in the industry, providing a legacy for the next generation family. Welcome to the Dark Horse Podcast. I'm Cynthia McFarlane. Episode 2. So how does someone like you get into riding horses? This is what I usually get asked. What I think they really mean is, is How did a black female get into horses? Well, I guess I was like any average little girl, from any background, at about the age of five. The first time I told my mother I wanted to ride a horse was when I was seated on a donkey. My mother took me to the seaside, and I was given that obligatory donkey ride. I'm sorry to say, however, that the donkey I was astride upon... not good enough for me. It was clear to everyone that at the stubborn age of five, what I really wanted was a horse. I know as I sit here speaking to you now that I'm still ashamed of that fact. I do feel that when we go horse riding and talk about horses, the donkey often gets neglected. So I think it's really important for me to say in at least one of these podcast episodes that I started out with horses, riding on a donkey. And what's interesting is that when I speak to my family about how I was brought up, I was a guest dressed quite proper, with hemmed skirts and blouses, and uncomfortable itchy ties and ribbons underneath your neck. But apparently I wasn't really messy as a child, which surprises me, because I love the outdoors. I love getting messy, even now. I love stomping around in wellies. I love my riding boots. I love my joggers, whether I'm riding or not. And I know as a child, I was considered as a tomboy. So I find it very hard to marry up the two different versions of me growing up, quite from and proper the way my mother wanted me to be dressed, and perhaps what I discovered later on when I started getting outdoorsy, if you like. But I guess my real outdoorsiness, no, it's not a word, but outdoorsiness, came from me being about age seven when I was in Jamaica with my family. Because it was the very first holiday we took to the Caribbean, perhaps to anywhere outside the UK at that point. And it was a massive trip for us, me and my sister, my mother, and my father. And we spent a lot of time with my grandparents and my maternal grandfather was a farmer. From the UK, he returned to Jamaica, and my grandparents built a big house on their land that they had before they went to the UK. So the first time we travelled there, which was probably the first time my mother returned to Jamaica since she'd left at about age or nine or ten, we discovered that my grandfather worked the land, and he would have a mule. So, we discovered that type of lifestyle and I loved it so much. The amount of times I remember being a child getting messy, rolling down the hills, the mountains, the rural life. It's so idyllic looking back at it now. But I think that would have probably given me a taster of what it was like compared to how I lived in the UK. So, yes, there are mules, there are donkeys in the country where we stayed with my grandparents. And now and again, there would be one person in particular that I would recall, a man walking with a donkey, carrying food, fruit, mangoes, bananas, all sorts of things. So I guess we got into seeing that kind of life. And so donkeys were perhaps the first time that I was introduced to equines at various parts of my life. Now, years later, as a qualified practising equine mediator and barrister, I've come across donkeys in my working life as well. And so some of the cases I deal with, horses, some of them include donkeys, and I would deal with the animal welfare, equine welfare parts of the case, occasionally seeing donkeys during investigations or by way of photos, videos or site visits. I also deal with other equines, zebras and horses. (laughs) I'm laughing when I say zebras because there is an ongoing personal joke that I have that the next mediation I deal with will be zebras because I seem to be constantly seeing zebras in photographs, in pictures, on television and around in terms of art. And so I'm thinking that one day, hopefully very soon, I'll be dealing with zebras in my job. As I said when I started this podcast episode today, donkeys are perhaps not really thought about when we think about horse riding or horses generally. And so donkeys, I feel, are forgotten. And so if you have an appetite after this, after listening to this and reminiscing perhaps of your own childhood and how you came across horse riding or fell in love with animals, You might want to consider looking into the Donkey Sanctuary, if you're in the UK, or the Brook Charity. And I'm particularly fond of the Brook Charity, in terms of the type of work they do, because they help people who have working horses in different countries, and they also assist them with the animal welfare. They have a a code they dare to when they're helping these countries. And so looking back on my childhood as an adult, a horse rider, it's really interesting for me now just how much there's a donkey theme that's been running throughout my life, whether that's as a child, whether that's in terms of my travels, or whether that's in terms of my work. So I think to myself now, maybe when someone asks me that question, how did I get into horse riding, I'll be thinking, a donkey? That was The Gateway Drug. To that one person listening to this podcast, I want to say to you, whatever your background, whatever your adversity, don't let anyone make you feel you don't belong somewhere you want to be. Go, compete, to the top of your game, The views, information, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely my own and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organisations that I may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity, unless explicitly stated.